Support for this podcast is brought to you by Flads Digital Portraits and Custom Voicemail Tones. Created by Patrick Foreman, you may be asking the question, where's Flad? This guy just said the guy's name is Patrick. He just wants to let you know that he bought this store and he named it Flads Digital Portrait because he thought having a foreign name would draw more customers. At Flads Digital Portraits and Custom Voicemail Tones, you'll be able to take all of your hard copy uh, photos and make them into digital portraits. And they also do voicemail tones too. So if you want to make a custom voicemail tone from your favorite Drake song, then you got that too. Flads Digital Portraits and Custom Voicemail Tones. Flads Digital Portraits and Custom Voicemail Tones. Flads Digital Portraits and Custom Voicemail Tones. Uh, it's not open anymore. From WBED in Atlanta, this is the application. Today's episode has seven brand new ideas coming at you. We're going to be taking cues and hints from other NPR podcasts. We're going to be doing more mini-series. We're going to be talking about some food. We're going to be talking about jobs. And we're going to be talking about local companies within the area. Listen, this episode of the application is chock full of all of the great things that Atlanta's already chock full of, and we're just gonna give some more about it. I've got some ideas, you've got some ears, we're gonna work this out together. Let's get into it. This is The Application. Roll the music. Welcome back to The Application. I'm your host, Chad White, and if you didn't know, this is a podcast in which I try to get hired by WABE in Atlanta, the local NPR news station. A uh, quick little side note here. An audition did crash on me, and I am going to sound kind of angry that it did happen because, you know what, it shouldn't be happening. We, we, do, we put all this effort into these things, and then audition crashes on me. How dare you audition? How dare you be that way? Anyway... Uh, how are you doing? It's been a couple of days since I've made one of these, so I'm trying to get back into the groove of things. <laughs> Actually, no, it's only been two days. It's a Monday. Mondays is how it's how the start of the week. Second day of the week. Because I, I count Sundays, even though uh, the Lord rested on this day. I count Sundays as the first day of the week. Why am I laughing? Okay, let's get on to it. It's been a long day. I want to hurry up and record this so I can write something down really quick. <laughs> you know, it's really it's really strange having gone to school and gotten a writing degree and uh, also a communications degree and and this and said I'm going to I want to do this for the rest of my life. I want to be a writer. Obviously, I don't have a job as a writer, but uh, just having the mannerisms of one, having the having the the uh, how my day should go. Like I should wake up, go to the gym, and then just write all day and see what comes of that. Uh, but you know, being able having to go to stupid part time jobs that I hate with all my entire life, and and then coming back and then saying I am extremely tired, I am drained, I've been out in the sun all day, I am sweaty, uh, but I have to write something down. <laughs> It is just the stupidest. It's so dumb. <laughs> and then that see all these and then see all these things because I've written I've written a couple of I wrote like two feature length movies and I've wrote a couple of pilots and I and I sometimes and I read those over periodically to see if the jokes still play or if because some of this stuff was written you know last year uh, in a different climate when you couldn't say certain things and now you got to reread it and see if if it's a little problematic. No, it's not. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
as if like I'm a raging homophobe, just writing just weird, just homophobic things. I'm not, but it's, but you know, anyway, so yeah, so this is, so this is the application and this is a podcast uh, where I try to get hired by WABE as their new audio slash podcast producer. And let me tell you, I think I'm perfect for the job. I actually, I know I'm perfect for the job. Because I've got the know-how, I got the guts, I got the skills, I know everything. Plus, I'm young and I'm cheap, so you know I'm like a I'm like a a, a, a baby chicken. If you want to buy a baby chicken, I assume they're young, and I assume they're cheap. So there you go. All right, so let's hop right into this. Uh, so I've got so before I think it was episode four or five. I I, I had a bunch of ideas. I, wrote, I had down eight ideas and with four mini series and four regular sh- uh, series and and I and I described them and I thought oh this is a this 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 would be these are all the good ideas I could I could have people <laughs> people would like. So now I've come. I challenged myself to actually no I didn't even challenge myself. I came up with seven more ideas. I challenged myself to get to eight, but I did not have any thought processes today. Uh, so this is what I have for right now. All right. So, and I, and one of these is not even a show idea. It's just, it's just an idea that I had. So here's a, here's a, it's literally titled in my notes, in my notes, Google keep, it just says more ideas, exclamation point, and then a list. So here we go. Uh, so I've been following planet money on Instagram. It's a very good follow, and typically they have they have uh, and Planet Money is an NPR uh, program that has uh, one main podcast, and then they have a sub podcast that's about ten minutes long at most, and it's called The Indicator, and that that comes up every day, and Planet Money comes up I think every other day, so like twice a week, two or three times, two uh, two times a week, so. Uh, and on their Instagram, they have they have a bunch of video elements to go alongside the the uh, the post, the post with the, the audio. And you, so we'd see Cardiff Garcia or uh, I forgot her name, the the other co-host, uh, Miss Smith. <laughs> we get to see both of them uh, just going up there and just doing different uh, video parts, video elements to go alongside the stories that they do with the indicator and Planet Money. It's a very, it's a very good idea, and I think, I mean, obviously not every every show can do it. You know, we're not gonna have Ask Me Another come up with its own video elements because that's a live show. And same thing with Wait Wait Don't Tell Me, but you know, we could have video elements for most shows. And so I think, you know, the early the ones I pitched earlier, you know, uh, 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 videos like the oh uh, NPR for <laughs> of course NPR, but all songs can say NPR music which is encompass of the Rob Hilton and Bob Boylan, you know, the umbrella of the all songs considered and all that stuff and the shows they do. They have the um, tiny desk concerts and they do, and that's, and then on YouTube and on the website, they on the website first, they upload the full tiny desk concert. Then on YouTube, they do the full tiny desk concert, maybe like three weeks later or two weeks later, something like that. And so we could definitely have that, you know, you just start, another a YouTube channel or a, a Instagram for sure. And then we have the, for the ideas I did two weeks ago with the chronicling local music acts, we could just have a local performance, you know, and they could be performing in the space of their choice. And obviously, you know, not the tabernacle, but it could be an intimate performance for basically the cameras, the producer, which would be me and, you know, the host of the, whoever the show or whatever, 
of the 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 music show and then they could just we could ask them a couple questions and go okay well you're you're, you guys are gonna perform your favorite song what song you to perform they're gonna say oh i'm gonna perform i want to be like you and obviously this is a jungle book cover band and so they're gonna get up there and start singing oh we'll be do i'll be like be like you you uh but instead of you know instead of it being a show tune it's gonna be a uh it's gonna be a, a hard rock cover I'll stop talking, but obviously, obviously that was just a suggestion, but still, they could definitely have that. So like, you know, I have friends and a band and, and, uh, they could, they could say, oh, okay, well, I could, you know, we could interview them and then we can go, okay, now do a song. I mean, obviously not, not now do a song, but here's a song for you, play a song for you. And then they could play a song and this could be at the bakery in Southwest Atlanta. So there's that uh you know or also you know you could do for the mini for the best trails in the southeast the mini series about best trails in the southeast you could just go to the trails take video you know each trail in the southeast and then and mountain and hike and whatever and then and you know put up an accompanying video with that mini series about student debt people could see the graphs and charts and uh and flow and 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 move and stuff you know something i've seen that on the atlantic a few times a three episode show about architecture in Atlanta. There, there could be uh, these. These are all the old ideas I already had. So these, they, we could see like the pictures and and uh, take pictures of the building before, afters, and all that stuff. Go inside the interior, see all the different quirks and uh, different things about it. So yeah, there you go. So that's that's what the video elements could look like. And so now, moving along, we could do something a uh, local company spotlight. And I'm not talking about like a Home Depot. No, I'm talking about like a, a king of pops. You know, we just uh, we sit down with them, do a little profile with the company. It could be like one of the New York Times profiles. You know, Jim Carrey just had one. Judy Greer had one. Uh, and then we, Kanye had, has had one. Well, boy, when, when the last album came out, when Ye came out, uh, I think John Caramonica for New York Times, he's a music editor. He sat down. Well, he traveled with Kanye to Wyoming and he didn't travel with Kanye, but he, he was with he did interview Kanye for the for the for the piece. And it's really interesting. And and actually, no, they just had the New York Times podcast, which John Caramonica, the music editor for New York Times uh, hosts as well. He they just did an episode about uh, profiles on celebrities. This is a little side <laughs> if you didn't know already, but he just did an episode about profiles on celebrities and how it's getting harder and harder to get uh, the, a celebrity to open up because they already have these other platforms like Twitter and YouTube and, and Periscope. I don't know why I named Periscope, Periscope and Facebook and all this stuff in order to have their, their names. If they really want stuff out there, it'll already be out there. And if they want to keep it private, then these people are having a, or just want to keep it private. So they're just, so they just had an episode about that. And so I was just thinking, I think that was, that was a really good episode anyway. But yeah, that, that could definitely work in the same way that, you know, a, a profile would work. It could definitely be the same exact thing, but except it's be for a company. So for King of Pops, we go see their main offices. Who makes the who makes the the pops, and we see how we see how they come up with different ideas. We talk to the owners. We talk to workers. How they like working it. Uh, we accompany a worker to a to a, a wherever you know like the park or something and where they sell them, wherever they sell these things and, you know, go to go down to Krog street. I think they're near Krog street and then, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, so that's definitely, that would be what the live company spotlight would look like. And then we can also do some type of live show. So obviously this is not an episode idea. So really I only came up with about five ideas. No, no, uh, four ideas. And they had three uh, different ways to disperse them. 
So we could do some type of live show, uh, which is basic. I don't know. Like it could be a game show, uh, but NPR does have his fair share of game shows. It could be a variety show. I know that Michelle Buteau for WNYC uh, just had a, a, it's called Late Night Whenever. And I know, (laughs) another aside, I was about two emails away from interviewing her. I am so mad that whenever you get to people, people reach out to you and go, hey, do you want to interview this person? And you go, yes, I do. And then you you set up a date. uh, And then the the person's like, okay, well, I'll get back to you. And then the the person doesn't get back to you. Then you follow up like the next day and say, hey, what about this? And say, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to do this. And then the person never gets back to you. It is the worst. It is the worst feeling, especially when it's somebody you know. Like you, when it's not, I'm not, not mean like somebody I, I know Michelle personally, but I'm saying like I know I've known of her for years, and then and then to have this happen, she has a she has a special on Netflix uh, with Max Silvestri and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, I think it's called the Comedy Lineup, and I just yeah I just, I don't know why I just said I think I know it because I just I did copy for this uh, on a different podcast and. It's like she gets 15 minutes to do her to do a set. It was shot here in Atlanta. Anyway, back to what I was talking about. So late night whenever is Michelle Buteau's show podcast. And it's basically a late night show, but in podcast form. And there's a live audience, obviously. And she does a monologue, which is which is about 10 minutes of jokes. And then she has she has a sidekick and then she invites a first guest out then the second guest out. And that's pretty much, you know, there's an that's an hour of a show. So I think I think that could really work out. I think we could do something like that. Uh, obviously, not a late night show like that, but something along those veins that features local talent, and it could be an interview styled show, and you know, you get somebody like Rose Scott to shoot to shoot it to record it, and it could be you know recorded on a Friday night, Thursday night, Friday Saturday night, something like that, and we you know we could just get it out there, and I think and, and sell sell tickets obviously. At, at a venue and people would come and they'd have a good time, you know, invite, uh, you know, Killer Mike would be down for this. You know, there's famous people all over the city. Killer Mike, T.I., uh, Jeezy, uh, you know, all, a bunch of other famous people that I don't care to name right now because because <laughs> I can't think of anybody. But that, I think I think a live show would definitely help, especially during a time in which there aren't a lot of live shows I mean, and concert season is obviously ramping up right now and festival season. But, uh, you know, during a time, you know, earlier in the summer when there aren't that as many early in the summer, in the middle of summer, rather. Then we could do a mini series on breweries. There's a bunch of breweries in the in the Georgia region, obviously, Sweetwater, uh, Gate City and Roswell. Uh, and you know, and we just go there. We just, we just, we talk to the, uh, talk to people, talk to how they do their thing. And obviously, and again, it doesn't have to be an hour long episode, hour long show, but it could be like a half hour show, 20 minute show. We just go there, talk to the people, see their, see how they like doing this and how they came about, what's their story, then make something out of it. And then, you know, cobble it all together <laughs> and then release it. <laughs> cobble it all together and then release it <laughs> because that's because that's how things are made and i think that'd be just a really interesting show to do because there's a lot of breweries and people love talking about their beers and stuff like that all the yeasts and the ipas and the droughts and uh what else <laughs> it's like coming from a person who barely, who barely drinks who barely to doesn't drink like oh, oh, oh beer yeast <laughs> hops <laughs> okay
moving on. Although I did, I was for a long time. I was a server, and at one of the restaurants I served at when I was in uh, college, they had a hundred beers on tap, and I. It was best for me to know. A, a good number of them so for a very long time i knew uh like at least like 70 beers and uh, i had to understand and know what all that stuff was but now i've, I've since blocked that out because i don't want to keep all that i don't retain that you know like sherlock <laughs> like sherlock holmes i delete stuff from my memory <laughs> in order to retain other things i'm just kidding I, if i could do that oh my god i would i would love to forget about my ex anyway uh moving on <laughs> weekly show about food and restaurants. Now, I think that this this is really stemming from another podcast I listened to called Doughboys, uh, where, in which two comedians go to fast food restaurants and then they eat the food and then they come back and then they have a guest and then they talk about the food that they ate <laughs> at the fast food restaurant. It's, it's, I can't, it sounds so stupid, but uh, the the comedy circles that I run in have been talking about it for the longest amount of time. So I said, finally, after years of, of hearing about it, I just finally said, sat down and said, all right, I'm going to listen to this podcast. And I mean, I like the two comedians. And finally, I listened to it. And it's a great podcast. And they're just talking about fast food. And I mean, obviously, it's not always fast food. They could talk about Benihana's or uh, something like fast casual, like uh, Pan, Panera. Panera is what I was going to say before. So... Yeah, we could definitely do something about a weekly show on food or in restaurants. Uh, there's definitely we're not we're not at a want for food here. There's def, there's so many different venues and varieties of eateries in the city and outside the city as well. I mean, you know, I just I mentioned a brewery in Roswell, so obviously outside the perimeter has its own share of culture. So. I think uh, I think a, a weekly show about food and, and food stuffs, food-based stuffs would be would be beneficial for the WABE. Moving on. Uh, okay, so obviously I've worked a lot of jobs over the past how old am I? Uh, twelve years. So over, obviously for the past twelve years, I've been working a variety of positions, and I know. And this is a show I really wanted to pitch when I was still at XIA, but. Uh, obviously, they're only focused on entertainment news over there. So I <laughs> taking digs, uh, and I think I think a show much like Dirty Jobs would be, but only, but like for stuff in the city would be very would be very interesting to see, uh, not only to 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 read about, but definitely to watch and uh, hear. And this is where you know the video elements would come back in. And so I would I think I think it would. You know, having a Dirty Jobs-esque show and call it Gig City, um, you know, do all this gig economy junk and whatnot uh, would definitely play a part in it, too. So something like I have this, I've been, I work for a moving company. I was about to say the name, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I work for a moving company and they send me all over Georgia in order to do a move. You know, they send you as as uh, as far away north as Canton, you know, further than Canton. I've gone further than Canton before. And as south as Union City, below, way below Union City, Fayetteville, you know, I, obviously those are on the same plane, but you know, you know, lower than both of those cities. Uh, south, southern, southernmost, southern more than, <laughs> just going a lot, a lot more south than both of those cities. So I think I think something like that would definitely definitely work out. I think that would be and like just to have people, you know, interview and so then so with the show, we could obviously go down there, 
do the job for a day and then talk to the owners and talk to other coworkers and say, Hey, how do you like the job? Uh, how did you create the business? You know, stuff like that. Uh, I'm a dog walker and it's only based in Atlanta. So we could also do that too. Uh, you could do, I've set up the stages for, um, uh, music acts. And so we could, you know, at stadiums in, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, so we could go there, go to a company that, hey, can we, you know, record this? And I think, I think, because there are so many people, uh, a, who were looking for a side gig. We can also call it the side hustle. I think when I was going to pitch it to WXIA, it was called the side hustle, uh, and I, and since then I've retooled it, and I think Gig City is is a better. It's a way better. It's Gig City is such an interesting title. I love that so much. Uh, anyway, or the side hustle, whatever. The Gig City colon the art of the side hustle. God, I'm so good at this. This is why I went to college. This is why I went to accredited university known for nursing, and got a writing degree, and a, <laughs> and a journalism degree and a communication degree. So, uh, so yeah. So I think I think something like that would definitely work out. And and then we just and then for as for the video elements. We, you know, record it. We record the audio of me working. I, if you've listened to Planet Money, then you know that they go when they go out to these places, they record themselves in like if they go out and say uh, the national parks make uh, $50 billion a year. They go out to a national park and say, oh, I hear crunching. I hear there's we just stepped on a leaf. We hear crunching noises and stuff like that. It's a huge waste of money. And I love it so much. And then they'll, they'll come back. Obviously, they, they do like, you know, multiple ones at once. But then they'll come back to the studio and implement the sounds they got and put it on to, you know, the the episode, put it into the episode. So for that, you know, Gig City, we, we go out to uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium and we're putting out flooring for Taylor Swift which is what I did. Then we, then, you know, we recorded ourselves doing that and we just describe it as we're doing it saying, Oh, this is hard work. You know, we're picking up, it's two of us picking up a plastic floor. Then we're dropping it on top of another plastic floor piece. And then someone's coming around with the key and turning it and locking them into place. And we're doing that for about seven hours, seven, eight hours a day. And we're getting, you know, and stuff like that. And then, you know, talk about pay and stuff like that. And then say how physical, how much physical labor it is, uh, you know, you know, for a dog walk, you go out, take the dog walking and say, Oh, well, this is fun. I'm, I've taken, uh, Ooh, I was about to name a dog too. I, I legally, I cannot, cause I signed an NDA. I cannot talk about the dogs I walk. So I'll say, Oh, I'm walking a uh, buddy and uh, buddy and I are, are going down peach tree and we're having a good time. We're, and Oh, now we're at Piedmont. There's <laughs> two offices. <laughs> okay. But now we're at Piedmont and now we're hanging out and now we're walking through Piedmont Park and oh, there's another dog and he's sniffing that dog's butt and stuff like that. So I think I think that'll definitely work out. And then for the as you know, for the video, you know, record ourselves doing it, you know, it'll be like dirty jobs, but like a truncated three minute version of dirty jobs. Because the shorter you keep the video, the more, you know, you'll retain someone's uh, attention. Gig City. Gig City, the art of the side hustle. I really think that's a really good idea. And then also we have uh, so this so this Saturday I was doing a move, and it was with it was for a uh, client. I call them clients. It was for a client because I'm very professional. <laughs> it's for a customer client who had who's returning from. We were, we get to a storage locker and we're moving to an apartment in Buckhead, and or near Lindbergh. And he's and he's a he's a veteran 
who and I just this is just me noticing this that you know I I pick up on things I'm looking in the storage locker he has a bunch of uh, army stuff he has a bunch of how to disarm a gun how to how to you know change a weapon I don't know all these gun things and then he has and I see like the army bags on the ground the stuff that you know a guy in a squad would carry and then I go so then you know we get to the second location his apartment I ask him oh were you in the army he goes navy and he, and he just starts telling, he just starts laying out. He goes, yeah, I just got back from a VA hospital uh, down in South Georgia. They were just helping me because I was, I was homeless for a little bit. And, and, uh, and he was, so basically his story was that he was there for a few months. He was homeless and, and, they, and, he, and he just, I guess he put his stuff in storage. And then, uh, and, and he was just there and they were just helping him. He also has back problems. So they gave him medicine. So he was just in a VA hospital waking up. Uh, hanging out, going, getting to get his medicine, trying to find a job, uh, trying to find a way to get a job, you know, talking to people to help him get a job. And eventually, you know, after three months, he came back up. They sent him, I guess they sent him up here. And, um, you know, he doesn't have a car. He's just, he had to catch the train over to the second location before, uh, as we were still working at the storage locker uh, in order to move his stuff out. So it can meet the the cable person, and so and so I, I you know him just telling me that I thought man these the veterans really are neglected in a country that they fought for, and so I I think that a show about veterans or you know some type of short series about veterans would definitely work and definitely play well mostly because we're in the South and it is very you know I mentioned the good old boys a couple episodes ago in their trucks and stuff. That is, it is very, it's very within the nature of the state to support anything about veterans. And so, you know, just hearing this guy's story, and obviously there are, we have a ton of homeless in this, which I've already noted in a mini series about, in a mini series about homelessness, I mentioned in episode four or five. And I, and so I think, and a bunch of them are military people. So I just think that an episode, a, a, a show, with a couple of episodes about veterans would definitely be an interesting uh, get, especially for something for, especially for the South, especially for Atlanta. So yeah, so there's, so those are all the ideas that I had for, uh, for more ideas. There are more ideas. I had just gave you 15 great, awesome ideas that are just so interesting. You should definitely check them out. Before I go, I wanted to, I, I, I have, we have a new segment on this, on this <laughs> on this show and <laughs> I wanted to bring it up again and uh you know it's just uh, I I've I, I've been like I said I've been interviewing people a lot and uh over the past of past what f- how long is how old is C-Bus Comedy is five years old so I've been interviewing people for four years and I've get you know a lot of them aren't they're not my friends but I know I know a few people <laughs> and I can I could definitely you know go back into some emails and pull up some phone numbers and, and call some famous people up. <laughs> but how sad would that be if I like dug back into my email and I was like, I have Jen Kirkman's phone number from five years ago. Let me go talk to her. <laughs> let me let me just call her up and give her a chat. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I've got, you know, I've got a bunch, I've got a bunch of famous friends and, uh, you know, I, you know, I reached out to a bunch of, uh, a lot of them work for NPR. And so I reached out to a bunch of them <laughs> and, uh, and I just wanted to, uh, and I said, hey, I want, I'm applying for this job at WABE, and I was wondering if you'd be able to just go ahead and uh, pimp me up for me, pimp me up for me, <laughs> and just, you know, just just uh, tell them how, how good of a person I would be. 
They said yes. And so I hear I have a bunch of their uh, their quotes here. And so I'm going to give you a couple of people. I did this in the last episode. This is totally legit. This is totally real. These are people that I reached out to and they have reached out back to me. <laughs> okay. So uh, Robin Hilton uh, uh, from All Songs Considered podcast from NPR, he, he said uh, that I am a, a genuine person who really cares about the art of making podcasts and who can really, when it comes down to it, dig in deep and make the best product possible. I really appreciate that, Rob. That was so nice of you. Uh, We go way back. He's a really, really great person. Uh, Moving on, I want to talk to, oh, so, okay, so we've got uh, Paula Poundstone. She sent me a text message, and she, I'm gonna read in her voice. She said, Chad. (laughs) Okay, that was bad. That was a horrible Paula Poundstone. So Paula Poundstone sent me a text and said, uh, if WABE doesn't hire you, they are they are dumb people who are stupid and they definitely don't have any reach over here in Chicago, do they? Okay, great. They should hire you. Chad is one in a million and you will be you're making a, a horrible mistake if you don't hire him. You idiots. Now I've got a few cats. And even all my cats agree. And that's her still. She just rambles on for a little bit. So that's great. And then also the final person is uh, Tom Bodet. He gave me a phone call. I wish I could play you the voicemail, but I just I just can't because it's just so personal. And I just want to keep it to, close to uh, to my heart. So uh, Tom Bodet said that I am definitely one of the smartest, most uh, interesting people that he's ever met. And that uh, it's a shame that people that companies like WABE just don't listen to me, don't listen to their youth and just aren't aren't just uh, reaching out and and giving a helping hand because they 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 don't want to take any risks and they should definitely take risks. And, uh, you know, you just said stuff along those lines. It was just so nice. And I did tear up when when, he, when I did hear it. So, yeah. So Tom Bodet and Paula Poundstone and Rob Hilton. Great friends of mine. Uh, don't talk to them because they're my friends and not yours. So WABE, Kenneth Brown. Listen, I actually stopped by early, <laughs> the, the, the time I'm recording this. I stopped by the WABE offices around 2.30 uh, in between dog walks. And I and I wanted to give you guys a hard copy of my resume. Didn't have the most updated one. So I had to write a bunch of stuff on there. A uh, woman up front told me that that she would suggest that she, that I get a more updated version, and I said, "Okay, I left, and I'm going to do that now. I'm going to write that now." But well, I mean, I don't have to write that because I already have it made. But uh, but listen, Kenneth Brown, I am so good at this. I am so good at this. I'm the. I am not just am I good. I can handle myself around a mic. I can handle myself on the boards. I can handle myself around a laptop. I can handle myself on the printer. So I think, no, nay, I know that you're going to hire me. And we're going to laugh about this and laugh and laugh because you're going to go, man, you did this for so long. You did 10 episodes of this show. In my mind, this happens tomorrow (laughs) on uh, October 2nd. And I'm going to go, yeah, buddy, I did. I did do this. And then we're going to high five. And then you're going to say, Chad, we're going to hire you. And that will be the whole interview. Like that would be me walking in and we're just going to be laughing immediately. As soon as I walk in, we're going to be like, ah, 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 you made a podcast. <laughs> but I do think it's a really, I think it's, this is ingenious. This entire show. <laughs> if I, if I may pat myself on the back. 
This is really good. Did I tell you I was on a dating show? Oh my gosh. That's a story for another time. I think I will write that down in my notes because I'm running out of ideas for this stupid show. (laughs) Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Oh, wait, hold on. I I gotta do the tags. Uh, Listen, the plugs. Listen, head on over. If you like what you heard here, head on over to my portfolio, chadzwhite.wordpress.com. It's a very ugly uh, portfolio site that I made in WordPress, but it was also free. And uh, check out everything I've ever written there. You, you can also, most of everything I've ever written. There's, I like I said, I have a bunch of scripts that I do not want to put on the internet <laughs> because I think they're actually pretty decent. Uh, you know, I, I like to keep some tags on myself. And, uh, and then also head on over to cpluscomedy.com where this podcast lives as well, alongside my other podcast, The Constitutionals, which is a weekly half hour podcast where I just talk, I just, uh, it's clean. I talk, I just, I'll say I, I shoot the S, but I, it's clean. So it's just like this podcast is very clean and this has gone over for half an hour <laughs> this is long and uh you know i just i just talk about stuff uh you know it's good i talk about my breakup <laughs> which i keep mentioning <laughs> which i keep mentioning it's been about up uh, two months now uh and <laughs> And uh, and then also News Time lives there, which is a weekly entertainment news show that talks about stuff that talks about, um, you know, something that's going on in entertainment news. Like this past week, the featured it's like last week tonight, but for entertainment news. And it's uh, definitely a little bit more serious. So, (laughs) again, it's a clean show. Uh, And except for, you know, some suggestive jokes here and there. Uh, But who cares? And it's a great show. I think you should watch it. It's this week's episode is about how Hulu, the streaming service Hulu's uh, fate uh, is in a balance between Disney now that it owns Fox and Comcast. Uh, you know, Disney owns sixty percent of Hulu, and Comcast owns thirty percent, and Time Warner owns ten. Or I'm sorry, AT and T owns ten because AT and T bought Time Warner. So yeah, so it's an episode. So it's an episode about that. It's about nine minutes long. Really good. Really funny. Really interesting. Definitely check that out. Also head on over to youtube.com slash comedy to get video versions of the podcast as well as news time. And uh, keep listening to the show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. That is it for this episode of the application. Thank you for listening. I love you. Bye.